Hello and welcome to the Wedding Dish Podcast. Grab your fork and knife and take a seat at our table as we dish on all things weddings. You'll hear stories and tips from real couples and wedding pros about love, life, and entrepreneurship. I, of course, am your hostess with the mostest on the Wedding Dish Podcast, Sarah Alipin, and I am also the CEO of Photos from the Hardy and District Bliss. And today we have two bulldogs joining us, so uh, we'll see which one you hear snoring first. It could be Clouseau, my French bulldog bud. It could be Ivy, our brindle potato who's visiting um, at our, from our, our uh, uh, from the other home here. <laughs> Um, so let's get into it. Today, we're dishing with one of my favorite couples that I have just spent teasing for the last few minutes. Um, and they are just super fun, both entrepreneurs. Um, one is the owner of Creative Gravity, a social media agency, and the other is an incredible teacher who, um, does some of the best barbecue around, to be honest. So, um, Devin and Quante, thank you so much for being here today. Of course. Thank you. Thank you for having us. I I could see you laughing a little bit about Ivy, the brindle potato. (laughs) (laughs) She definitely heard you say her name. Did she really? She did. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Um, Well, let's dish. Are you all ready to get into it? We are. All right. So tell me, how did you two meet? Go ahead. Um, I saw uh, Devin on uh, on Instagram. Uh, I'm not really sure how or why, but I saw her pictures and I went to dig in a little further. And I uh, approached her and she ignored me for like a month. Um, And then I tried again. Uh, successfully that time, but if not, it would have been it. So, so glad I answered. Me too. The, the children are too, probably. <laughs> oh my gosh! Uh, well, that feels very on brand since you are now a social media agency, Devin. Um, <laughs> did this have anything to do with your interest in social media management? I don't think so, but it definitely led to me being more active on social media, I would say. <laughs> Love it. You two are so cute. Well, tell me a little bit about the proposal. I know you had a really fun story surrounding your proposal. <laughs> Is that a me question? Yes, I guess I proposed. You did. Um, <laughs> so we, so we, we got engaged in uh, the Dominican Republic, I think. Yes. Um, and it was, uh, I, I can't say necessarily fun, like a fun story. I mean, it was, it was long and drawn out. Uh, Devin's parents knew, uh, Devin's oldest or our oldest son, I say Devin's, our oldest son knew as well. Uh, he actually went with me to pick out the ring. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, and he kept it a secret. And then I took the ring over to Devin's parents' house. And they kept it and traveled with it to bring it with them uh, to the Dominican Republic. Um, oh my God. Did your Siri just start playing a, a song that reminded you of your proposal? <laughs> Is that what just occurred? I don't think no, so. My phone just rang, but it's on Do Not Disturb. <laughs> That's your phone ring? It is. 
Oh my God, I love it. Okay, so you sent the ring with Devin's parents. You headed to the Dominican Republic. You were there for, was it their anniversary or vow renewal? We were there for their vow renewal. Um, And so the first night uh, they gave their blessing for me to propose uh, for the first night, the, the first night we were there. And? Well, she said, yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> no, we, so we gathered everybody down on the, uh, so pretty much everyone knew. Uh, Devin's best friend also came. Uh, and my mom. Yeah, I mean, it was, I, I don't know how she didn't know what was going on because everyone was there. And you I'm really not- didn't, Devin? I had no clue. I mean, it was my my parents' 30th hour renewal, so that was pretty important. So I figured everyone was there for that. But why would Q's mom be there? <laughs> I guess I'm a little oblivious. <laughs> I thought she was just being supportive or wanted to come on vacation. I mean, it's probably a little bit of both, but... Yeah, I, I it, it, seriously, I didn't have the slightest clue. That is crazy. I can't, I mean, I I love that you didn't have the slightest clue. That also means that Adrian and Q did their job. Not did, like well. Adrian did a really good job to be so young. I mean, he was, yeah. So, I mean, he knew very early on, uh, like we talked about it. I told him what I wanted to do. I asked him if he was okay with it, um, and he said he was cool. And I took him with me to the, like I said, to the jewelry store. Um, I had a pretty good idea of where I wanted to be, but asked him, you know, how, I mean, I just kind of involved him in the whole thing. Uh, and then, like I said, I took, I had already talked to my in-laws as well uh, and told them what I wanted to do, um, and they were on board as well. So it was, it was good. I love it. I'm so glad you involved Adrian. That's such a that's such a special way to um, include. I mean, I would imagine he felt very special in that moment. I would hope so. Yeah, we actually have a picture. Um, the one that I sent you when Quante was proposing. If you zoom in on Adrian's face, he was crying. Yeah. Oh my gosh. He was, and he's not that type of kid at all. I don't think we would get those tears now. No. <laughs> At all. Well, he's how old now? So straight face. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, okay. So tell me a little bit about your wedding. And I have some specific questions for each of you about this. But um, I know you got married in Mechanicsville, Maryland? Correct. No, uh, Marriottsville. Marriottsville. Okay. So you got married in Marriottsville. Um, didn't you want to have a destination wedding? We did. We actually wanted to get married in New Orleans. Um, well, initially we wanted to get married in an island, but to make it a little easier for people to travel, we decided to do somewhere in the States. So we wanted to do New, or- New Orleans. Um, but my mom bless her heart, uh, convinced us to do something uh, in the DMV because she thought it was important that my grandfather was there. So the the funny to that, though, Sarah, is we were concerned about him traveling and him being older. He's still here with us at 93 (laughs) uh, and kicking, you know what I mean? So I really think we could have just gone ahead and done New Orleans, but, you know, it's fine. (laughs) 
I could see you doing New Orleans for several reasons. Um, one, it has the spookiness that Devin would love. Um, and then two, it also has like a lot of that culture and like fun celebrations surrounding weddings because you can do like the – I'm going to say the wrong thing, but like the walk through the street. That- um, first, first line? Yes. Thank no. you. Yeah. I could see you two loving that. We want to do all of that. And fun fact, neither of us have been in New Orleans yet. No. Really? Not at all. It's definitely on our list, but we we still have not been. Oh, wow. I mean, you have been lots of places since I've known you. So that's surprising. Yeah. We have. Um, You've been to Jamaica twice since I've known you. Yeah, have in the past two, two years. years in a row, yeah. yeah. Um, we actually had a plan to go. I don't remember what happened. I think it was during the pandemic. Oh yeah, we were gonna go and do a uh, like a staycation down there. Yeah. Um, we had found a place and everything. I think and just decided not to do it or something. I kind of remember that. Um, yeah. Anyway, I don't mean to um, to digress away from wedding planning. Um, so I'm curious. Q, how did you have a lot of say in catering since you cater weddings and since your whole life is food? I mean, that's not your whole life. Your whole (laughs) business life. That's fine. I'll take that. Uh, That's what it feels like. Um, Honestly, we weren't into the business yet. Uh, And we chose a a company that was all inclusive to make life easiest uh, for my wife. I'll save myself, but definitely for my wife. Um, it uh, and it, it actually turned out to be a really good idea. I mean, so at the conclusion of our wedding and everything, we truly talked about the fact that we could do this for people um, because I mean it was really simplistic. I mean, I think we made it simplistic. Um, we had a really good idea of what we wanted. Um, we knew what our budget should or should not be. I um, mean, we just kind of kept it, you know, very mainstream and to the point. You know, what I mean, I mean there was some. There were some some things that were, you know, I guess extra emphasis put on, but nothing that was, you know, over the top and things like that. That's nice. I mean, you you all are very busy, um, and you have had a son at the time. Now you have a second one, um, so I'm sure there were additional moving pieces. So I'm glad you did something that was like the right fit for you and it that it worked out even though you had a destination in your heart. <laughs> I mean, listen, it was still basically a destination wedding. Neither of us had a reason to be in Marriott'sville. Yeah, it's still far. Um, far. It's a nice, it was a nice ride either way. It was a really nice place, kind of spooky still. Um, so, I mean, it, it worked out. <laughs> now that you mentioned spooky, did you want to, Devin, you want to tell me the story of the venue. I can't remember the venue name off the top of my the Waverly Mansion. The yeah, Waverly Mansion. So we we chose it because outside was beautiful. Like we got married under this huge tree. There was a tent in the backyard. Um not for the house at all. Um but that's where the rooms were for us to get ready. Um and when we did our initial walkthrough we were like this looks like slaves lived here. And they, in I fact, say it's 100% sure they, in work. fact, did live there. Um, and it was just, it gave us really creepy vibes. They had like these weird dolls in there. And it was just like, Mm-mm, this is not cute. 
So the night of the wedding, we were literally the last two people in the house. I forgot something in there and had to go back in there. And it just, it was just really weird vibes. So after the wedding, I actually found out that they do paranormal tours there. And people have spoken to like the slaves and stuff. So I guess we were not entirely wrong. Oh, my God. And for a little background here, Devin does love spooky things. I do, um, but not, not that much that I want them to, like, talk to me. Yes. <laughs> there's, there's, there's a whole – there are different tiers of loving spooky. Yes. There's the tier of pranking your significant other. <laughs> I'm good at that one. I know you are. We bond over pranking our significant others. <laughs> For those of you not watching and who are just listening, Quante is shaking his head. <laughs> All right. So tell me, um, what were your favorite moments of your wedding day? I listed several. You can go first. I have Devin's. I don't know what you listed. I was going to say mine's not. Okay. So uh, – <laughs> I think one of my favorites was definitely doing a first look with my oldest son or only at the time. Um, That was very special um, just because it made him feel involved. And um, it was just really special seeing his face reaction to me and me seeing him in his cute little outfit, which Quante picked out. Um, It was super cute. Um, Additionally, Quante had several surprises for me. One, uh, to pick me up from getting ready to take me to the venue. He had a private chauffeur and a super fancy BMW pick me and my best friend up. And there was champagne and stuff. It was just really nice. And we had picked out uh, the processional song. Like I thought the DJ was going to play it, but he had actually hired a singer and a band. And I walked out and was like, who is that? And it was just, it was beautiful. So those were some of my favorite moments. Yeah, I think I'll piggyback on that. I mean, the, <clears throat> definitely the the singing and singer and and uh, musicians. Um, the uh, the reception was great. I enjoyed it. I mean, I thought it was it was really good. I mean, we took some really good pictures. Um, just seemed like a really good time. I mean, I think that was the overall objective. I mean, that is the overall objective of a reception, right? For everyone to have fun and enjoy themselves. And I think that that's definitely what actually happened. So um, those are a couple of things that really stood out to me. What was it like involving Adrian in your wedding? It was simple. He's he's a very simple. He's always been very simple. So it was like, do you want to do this? Yes. Uh, I think the only thing that he really wanted was to carry a ring security box. Um, so we incorporated that. That was the only thing that he was like pretty adamant about. So I found him a super cute ring security box on Etsy. Um, so we had him be the ring bearer. Of course, we had him do the first look. Um, he read a poem during the ceremony, um, which he took very seriously. So it was, it was cool. We involved him in a lot of different areas of the wedding and he seemed to really enjoy it. I think it made him feel special. I love that. That's, I think, 
overall, in my experience of knowing the two of you, um, you two have always made your kids very much part of the decision-making in your lives, um, and you always hear their voices. Whether or not you go with what they request is a totally different situation, but they feel very seen, heard, and supported. And I think that that's a really cool thing that you did on your wedding day, and you can see it in the photos that Adrian felt that way. Oh, thank you. They're both very unemployed, so <laughs> you can only go but so far. Right? Um, I love that so much. So if you could change anything about your wedding day, what would it be? Still would have had to destination wedding. <laughs> <laughs> or would have eloped, honestly. Like I just at this point in our lives, I think I feel like some weddings are overrated. Um, a lot of people that were involved in our wedding are like not even in our lives anymore. Um, and we bought a house immediately after we came back from honeymoon. And I feel like I would have much rather used the money for that. Yeah. The Cluzo alarm is going off. Apologies, everyone. <laughs> Quante, what about you? Um, well, my wife would have been on time. Uh, and that been something I would have done. Shots before. fired. That was not my fault. Well, it was your fault. Okay. It wasn't my fault. <laughs> that's for sure. Um, so do you know this story, Sarah? I don't, and it's not in my questionnaire. So it's clearly. I volunteer to tell you. Uh, so she had a, what is it? I guess it's just called a belt. Yes. A belt to go with her dress. Uh, and the, the belt was left at the uh, hotel. And so we sent both of our fathers. That was the mistake. Neither of them likes, liked, liked, liked to use like uh, GPS. GPS of any sort. Oh, no. Neither of them are from that area. My dad is, for all intents and purposes, an out-of-towner, basically. And they're both the most stubborn people <laughs> in the world. Exactly. So they're together. Trying to figure out how to get to the hotel and trying to figure out how to get back, all without using GPS. I mean, at this point, I really feel like they were just licking their finger and sticking it out the window <laughs> to figure out where they were going. Um, so it took them over an hour to get back. Uh, we've got the pastor standing around. We've got everyone just kind of looking at each other. I've got my suit on. And so a little background about me, Sarah, I don't like to be dressed and not doing anything moving. I don't like to be just sitting in my clothes. So I'm just sitting here in my suit, trying to keep it clean and everything. Um, so it was, I mean, it all, ultimately, obviously, it all worked out. Um, but that would probably be one thing. Uh, next to that, I don't really think I would change much else. I think <laughs> I think, I think everything else was cool. I don't, um, yeah, I can't think of anything. I would have gotten to taste our appetizers. Oh yeah, we did cocktail hour during that uh that hour wait. So we well, didn't get, rather, I'm sorry, we didn't get to uh, participate. We didn't taste oh, no. single hors d'oeuvre. Well, Heard they were amazing don't, though. But still. What? I'm I make sure that the bride always get, the bride and groom always get hors d'oeuvres. Well, you're an amazing caterer. Okay, so yeah, we didn't <laughs> taste any of them. Uh, they look so. I, I take that back. We tasted them for the initial tasting, tasting right? Yeah, but that was it. I'm shocked they didn't send you a plate. No, we were hangry at that point. Best man, maid of honor, matron, which one is it? Maid. maid of honor didn't taste, uh, they didn't, you know, get a summer. Nothing. I just, I was shocked, <laughs> to be honest with you. 
you were just sitting there in your outfit. <laughs> exactly. So by the time the food came, by the time dinner came around, I'm I'm hungry. You know what I mean? Like, you know, usually you're up there and you're eating cute and no, nope, I'm eating. Let's eat. <laughs> Let's go. So that was, it was fun. Like I said, I, I don't, other than that, I don't think there was anything negative that I would say, what I would change. So tips for our couples out there from what you said, I'm going to go out on a limb here and say, um, <laughs> save money where you can from Devin. <laughs> Do yeah. the wedding the way you want from Devin. Yeah. Um, send someone who knows how to get there or will adapt well. If you yes. do need something picked up and always ask your caterer to make you a plate for when there are food options. I think, I think, oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I was just going to say those are excellent spot on tips. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think, you know, so it's, it's kind of like double, I mean, yeah, it's kind of like double fold for me now because I'm in the business of catering. So I understand, you know, like I, I, I really truly understand where we should be you know, like I, what we should be touching, what we shouldn't be touching, where we should be lending a hand, that sort of thing. Um, and I think it's missed a lot in in, in the, the wedding business. Um, yeah. Yeah. There, I think there's a lot of in the wedding business, it's better to ask the questions. And as couples, you don't always know the question to ask. Exactly. So that's, you know, that's kind of, and, and it's not something that's easily Googleable. So um, relying on your wedding professionals, like a lot of my couples now will ask me, um, what should I be asking you? And I love when they ask me that question because it reminds me there are things that I have not said yet that I will need to tell you at some point. And I, you know, sometimes you got to slow roll those out or it's way too much information at one time when you've never done this before. but. I think remember that there are pros and cons to every single person that you're going to hire to bring together on your team. Mm -hmm. And just really overly communicating is not a bad thing. Um, it never, I never mind when couples reach out to me, even if they're just asking something silly. And I even have an email sequence that I send out to them that's like, Hey, just checking in. Do you need any referrals? Do you need any like feedback about something? I'm happy to be here as much as you want, but don't add something to your plate you don't need from me. Um, and it sounds like I'm wondering all that to say, I'm wondering if from your experience, is that why you are always very couple centric and you make sure as a caterer that you are really taking care of those couples because you felt like there was a beat missed for you? I cannot say I, I don't I wouldn't say that because we didn't get the orders that there there was anything missed. I think the <laughs> the day of coordinator we had was really good. Uh, she was definitely very effective and and kept the kept the show moving. Um, I just think that again, as I told you, I mean we talked seriously about this possibly being something we could do for other couples. Um, I just think that the attention to detail, the attention to the couple, is not always there. You know, what I mean, I think the relationship between the caterer. And the couples isn't isn't always there. Um, like I said, again, having been in this business now, I think that there the relationship between the caterer and the couple should be almost as important as the caterer. I mean, as almost as important as the couple and the wedding planner, day day of planner, wedding planner, whatever you know, whatever we're, we're calling them. Um, because I mean, everyone remembers the food. It's always 
The food was good. The food was bad. The cake was good. The cake was bad. Your table settings were good or bad. You know what I mean? Like those, the, the details truly, truly matter. Uh, and 10, I mean, well, 10 years, seven years, seven years after our wedding, we're still having people tell us, I mean, my aunt specifically tells us how good the salad was. She was here last week and was like, that was the best salad ever. <laughs> and I don't even understand. I didn't have the salad. We didn't even eat the salad. I, I, she swears that the salad was so fresh and there was a, there was a tea station and the tea had wonderful teas. <laughs> I mean, honestly, you think she doesn't get out, right? But... <laughs> I mean, she talks every time we see her, she talks about the salad from the wedding. Every time. It's almost been 10 years. So, I mean, I think those are the takeaways that you want to be, you want that from your wedding. I I also want to piggyback that Mr. Mr. Humble is being really just, that's just the type of person that he is to, (laughs) to really, you know, zone in on people's needs and make sure they're being met no matter if he knows you or not. Um, we were actually at a wedding last night that he catered. Um, I was a guest. It was my my little cousin. Um, and I found out that he made her her own special meal um, that he didn't make anyone else because um, she's a pescatarian. And he said that's something that he does for all of his couples. He makes them whatever they want. Um, and I was like, that's so sweet. <laughs> Well, and he's like that in your marriage too. I mean, you showed that with the the surprises of the like singer and the BMW picking you up. And that is the way that you all have your relationship is set up where Q is really truly always in tune to what you need, think, and feel and will prioritize that over pretty much anything. Yes. That sounds good. <laughs> Jeez. I just think I think that again, that's your if you're blessed to have that one day, that's it. Like, hopefully this is your one day that you get married, you're done. You know, you're going to spend your lifetime with that person. But this is the one day you've got to remember. Like the poem that she just mentioned, I, I almost forgot that uh, Adrian even did the poem at the wedding, to be honest with you, because I was so zoned in on everything else. Um, but I just think you get that one day and to have the caterer, to have the special food, to have, you know, someone feeding you. Um you know, I, like I said, and, and again, I don't want to make this all about my business, but like those are things that I just, I like I said, again, I pay attention to. Like when a couple approaches me about wanting to talk to us for uh, a wedding um, and they dive in on the first email, I just actually said this to a couple this week. I don't want our first initial conversation to be through email. I don't want you to send me 10 million questions through email where you expect me to respond. I want us to have a face-to-face, be it, you know, in person or or, or you know, video call, some of that nature, and you see who you're talking to, see who you are possibly expecting to pay a few thousand dollars to, to prepare one of the most important meals and times that you'll have with your, you know, your family, your future, you know, spouse, that sort of thing. So it's about relationships all the way around. Every part of your wedding day is, is about relationships. I agree. Um, okay. So I know I don't want to take too much of your time today, but I do want to talk about two things. Um, First of all, you incorporated some really cool traditions into your um, wedding. Can you tell me about them? Um, One, you don't remember. Just the broom, right? Yeah, we jumped the broom, (laughs) um, which is an African-American tradition, kind of like new beginnings, sweeping away, you know, stuff from the past and starting anew. So that's something that we did um, after, right after we were announced. 
Um, and that was fun. I was a little nervous that I may fall, um, but it was pretty successful. You jumped so high. I saw the photo. So this will be on our Instagram. It is so great. That's why I wanted to bring it up. I was curious what the story was behind how you got so much air in a wedding gown over <laughs> that room. He made sure to tell me multiple times, do not fall. Um, so I had to make sure that I got a little bit of air. Um, You're like two feet above Q. I mean, your heads are at the same height and he's like a million feet tall. <laughs> <laughs> love it so much. And then um, I think you had a couple funny stories that you did not put in your questionnaire that I um, was wondering if you had any funny final stories you wanted to share. <laughs> about the wedding? Are we talking about my brother? I don't know. I just remember you telling me there were funny stories that... Okay. So one one thing is that so my brother and I, we're, we're really great now, but we have had a love-hate relationship. Um, and we were not talking when probably for two years. Um, but my mom, uh, again, uh, convinced me to invite him to the wedding because, you know, it's something that he, you, looking back, you'll regret that he's not there, blah, 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 blah. So I begrudgingly, because I am also very stubborn, extended the invitation. He never RSVP'd. I followed up, like text him, whatever. Hey, are you going to make it? He never responded. Um, and I walk out to get married and my brother's there. And I had a straight face like this mf like, <laughs> and there's actually a picture of us that just looks so awkward because it's our first time seeing each other in two years. It looked really forced. Um, and of course, there's no seat for him technically because he didn't RSVP. So it was just weird. But uh, we're great now. <laughs> you know, there are always there's always something on a wedding day that you have to adapt and adjust to. And sometimes it's a person. Yeah. And sometimes it's a belt. <laughs> about you all if you're not watching this you are gonna have to watch it and see their faces you're discussing this belt oh okay another funny another funny thing that happened so obviously we've never been married before uh, <laughs> so we went in to cut the cake oh or <laughs> we went in to cut the cake and the damn knife would not go through and both of us like what kind of cake is this? Like, and we're sitting there struggling, trying to cut the cake. Everyone's looking at us. And then the day of coordinator comes over and she's like, that bottom tier is a false. It's not real. It's like, <laughs> it's like cardboard or something. And we're like, what the hell? So <laughs> then we go up and cut like the real cake. We were struggling. We had no idea. Nobody told you how to cut the cake? No. No. Okay, so that is one thing I always step in because I didn't know what to do at my wedding. I always step in and I'm like, do you know how to cut this? And they're always like, I have no idea what I'm doing. I'm like, okay, this is what you do and adjust so that you can actually do it. Like this is the traditional way of doing it. If it doesn't work that way, then just do whatever you need to do to get through the cake. So true to that, even, even as recent as last night, I don't touch the cake for – any of the weddings that I do. I was asked even, like I said, even last night, hey, are you taking care of the cake or am I? 
you're taking care of it. That's not my area. <laughs> I don't do that. I'm good. Because I have a fear of the cake falling, the cake falling apart. Just, I don't, I don't want to be a part of it. It's too special. I'm I'm nervous even being around them, at especially as a guest, because yeah. as a guest, I'm drinking. As a photographer, I'm worried <laughs> I'm going to back into it or something. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, thank you to so much for coming on and talking a little bit about your wedding day. Um, we, we may have touched on your business, Q, but we did not even say the business name at the top. So no. first of all, I totally missed it. Um, I don't think I did. I don't think I said it. So tell us where we can find No Sauce Q online. Uh, NoSauceQ.com, same name, or or Facebook and Instagram under the same name, No Sauce Q, Q Q-U-E. Website, again, NoSauceQ.com. And if you have any questions or are looking for a caterer, uh, NoSauceQ at gmail.com. You can also – so first of all, little background here. I think this is important um, for as, as a photographer for caterers. Um, so it's barbecue, but it it has no sauce. So there's <laughs> – that may sound obvious. And I just want to make sure that's clear. I don't clear. think it's obvious. You'd be surprised by the questions we get. But yes, it's, so it's barbecue. <laughs> it's barbecue inspired most times. I mean, there are – I mean, I, we do way more than just barbecue, I think. And I I think the name probably throws that off, but we do barbecue and more. Yes, yes. It's but it is nice to know that you don't have to worry about sauce in the same way when you are wearing your tux and sitting in it for an hour while you're waiting for Devin's belt. (laughs) We do provide a sauce that is house made as well. Got it. Got it. (laughs) Awesome. And Devin, where can people find you online? Uh, creativegravityllc.com and creativegravityllc on Facebook, Instagram, all those good things. Um, Well, you two are just the best. I'm so glad that you were able to come on today and talk a little bit about your wedding and um, make sure that you follow Devin and Q online. And you can also follow The Wedding Dish at The Wedding Dish Podcast. And you can find show notes where we will link to them. We will have all kinds of really fun stories that Devin filled out in the questionnaire. I kind of feel like I need to send the questionnaire to Q to get his side of the funny stories now. Um, So (laughs) that will be on our show notes at theweddingdishpodcast.com. And um, give us a follow, rate, and review on your preferred podcast platform. And until we meet again, thanks so much for being here, you two. Thank Thank you. you. Have a great rest of the day, everybody. Cheers.